What's up? What's up? Feels weird, man. We didn't record together last week, so it feels a little weird being back on schedule. I know, man. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was a little tough, but we managed. Well, welcome back to the May 2nd edition of Nick and Gabe's Wrestling Podcast. There was a lot of stuff happening this week. I even have uh, one or two things from Sunday, last Sunday night from Impact Rebellion, the pay-per-view, uh, that went on for a while Sunday night, so we didn't get to cover it last week. Um, let's start with probably the biggest news of the week. So Andrade has shown up somewhere. He made his appearance at AAA's Rey de Reyes to challenge Kenny Omega for the Mega Championship at Triple Mania. And it looks like that event is going to take place either in August or September. So what do you think of him showing up there and challenging for the title there? <laughs> it's funny. <clears throat> Was that? He's, he's gonna get stomped <laughs> by Kenny. Oh yeah, mm. he's gonna get know, destroyed man. by Kenny. Dude, come on, it's Kenny Omega. Yeah, I don't know, man. Think about it. It's Kenny Omega. Come on, hear me out. The guys, no. I, I think I think this is the excuse they needed to get the championship off of Kenny Omega. I mean, yeah, maybe, but like, come on, Andrade. Yeah, I I kind of get I get what you're saying. But I think they want to get the title off of Kenny because now he has an AEW championship, a AAA championship, uh, the Impact title. And he's had that AAA championship for a while now. He's had it for a long time. I think Andrade's going to win. I kind of hope he wins, too. Be something different. But... I don't know. I the the one thing I'm not huge on, and it it's a little bit different because it's a different company, and to my knowledge, they don't have as many shows as like an AEW or definitely not a WWE. But I just I don't get why they announced it for now right. for for a match that's going to happen in three ish months. Maybe four months, but just to have the hype, you know, people are gonna be talking about it for a long time now, and something to look forward to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Unless the the report is wrong, and maybe the event happens a little bit earlier, but even so, it as far as the match goes, I'm really looking forward to that. Andrade with his. A unique style in the ring. I was trying to think of a, a good word to describe his uh, his work, but he's he's just good in the ring. He's proficient. Kenny Omega, very much so as well. I think it's going to be a real standout match. And if I can watch it, I'm going to. I don't know how, but I've got three or four months to figure it out, I guess. You know, honestly, I've never heard of Triple Mania until this. Yeah, it's um, Triple A is like one of the one of the wrestling promotions in Mexico, and Triple Mania, I guess, is their WrestleMania equivalent. They have a a big show like at the end of the summer usually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing last year it was in December. Oh, was it? They had no, yeah, no. It was. I don't know. It's weird. I'm looking at their their dates and venues. They have two for triple uh, for 2020, Triple Mania, Regia two, and then just Triple Mania uh, 28. So they had two different. Hmm. Oh, the first, that one was canceled though. The uh, the first one in October was canceled, and they moved it to must have moved okay. it to the December one. I don't know. Yeah, I I know nothing about AAA other than 
you know, Kenny is the champion there. Right. And that's about it, honestly. I think a couple of uh, a couple of WWE wrestlers have gone through there as well. It's been it, around for I, a while. I couldn't remember. Uh, but, yeah. It's, first, first Romania was in 1993. Yeah, I was wow. going to say, it's been been around for a long while. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I was I was excited to see that. Maybe Andrade will get roped into AEW a little bit with that. Most likely. With their uh with their kind of mixing things up now. Yeah, they gotta wait for the uh no compete clause to end though for that one. So Yeah, that, that probably plays into it as well for Andrade. But that's not until like, I'm not sure what the exact date is, but not too long. I mean, yeah, it's. I think it's like three months from what two weeks ago, something like that. So yeah, that puts you like July, July, August ish. But speaking of crossing over promotions, uh, John Moxley is set to defend his IWGP US title on the May 12th episode of Dynamite. So not this not week, because this yeah. week is the May 5th, but the week after against uh, Yuji Nagata. I think that'll be another title dropped. I think it might be. I think they need to, man. They need well, Moxley's had that championship since he came to AEW. He got it like shortly after, I think. Yeah, Which was, what, two years ago? Around there, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, like a year and a half or something. I remember I was still in my dorm room uh, when that happened, so it had to have been a little over a year ago. But I don't know, that's... uh. I like what they're doing as far as like crossing over some promotions and stuff. I just hope it doesn't lead to a full blown invasion angle and yeah, I something that can definitely get blown out of proportion and ruined, you know? Ruined, yeah. You know, I got, I don't know, man. I just, I don't like, you know, Omega having that championship, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, impact championship. Like, how does that help impact at all? It doesn't. Like, it why would really you allow an AEW wrestler to, to hold the title? So now you have nobody in your company that's the world champion. Right. Because, you know, technically he's not, he's signed to AEW, you know, Kenny Omega, so he's technically not a impact wrestler. Right. I have, a, I have a mini theory that I don't know if it's necessarily true, but I have a feeling that impact and AEW are going to merge. I have a feeling, maybe not short term, but I think AEW might be buying out Impact in the long run. That could happen. I think they're kind of transitioning and trying to feel things out real quick before they really announce anything or do anything with it, but I could see that happening. That wouldn't shock me, honestly. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't for me either because Impact is kind of not on a, it hasn't been on a high in I don't know how long. 10 years. I think pretty much since they ended their Spike TV era, yeah, and they moved off of that. That's that's when it really kind of went off. Man, that was a that was a great time for wrestling. I know, but you know, TNA was Daniel Bryan was just starting to come around and really come up. You had uh, AJ Styles was pulling the whole Sting thing and making it work on. TNA aces and eights with uh, Bully Ray and Hogan and Sting was running around. Yeah, Sting has always been around though. He never. <laughs> he always yeah, been that's around. true. It's always been funny. I don't know why. You yeah. know, especially him being in the rafters. I think it was. Well, it was in TNA. It wasn't where like it was. I don't know exactly what happened. I got think Sting in the rafters. It was like. You know, there was a there's a you know a faction what they call it, a stable in the ring, and he you know zooms out and Sting is there just staring at him. Hilarious. Yeah, that was on W O. Oh yeah, it was on W O. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it was NWO, and Sting kind of made that transition. And AJ kind of did the same thing with Aces and Aids. But he made it work. I mean, it was interesting. It, but to be fair, I had never really watched any of the NWO angles or anything with Sting at the time. So I really, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe if I would have watched that and then watched AJ do it, it would have been, I wouldn't have felt as good about it. Because I would have just felt it was a ripoff. Right. But I, I, I have a feeling they're going to absorb impact or maybe they're going to do like a joint company thing. <clears throat> where they have a business agreement of of sorts where they can kind of just go back and forth whenever and kind of share talent more so than they do with like New Japan or right. any other promotion. Okay, let's see here. Okay, so you know how AJ and Amas have been missing pretty much since WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird, you know. So, AJ basically came out and said they've been partying in Nigeria <laughs> this whole time, but they're going to be back this week. Right, yeah, good. And Fightful is reporting that one of them, at least one of them, probably was not cleared after WrestleMania. Yeah. Partying in Nigeria, though? Really? That's For how long? How long has it been since Mania? Three weeks? Man. For a week, I would buy that. Anything Three? more? No. <laughs> just just say you're injured or something, dude. Just just say it. And I get it's not AJ or Omas saying that. It's creative telling him to say that, but still. Like, that's just... It feels illegitimate, I guess. Right. But at least we found out where they've been, kayfabe-wise. Yeah, kayfabe, yeah. We all know he's hurt. One of them's hurt. Probably, it can't be Omos. Yeah, he, he didn't really do much. <laughs> Had to have been AJ. But, okay, another injury update. So, last week I talked about how Randy Orton might have injured his shoulder in his match with Matt Riddle. There's a little bit of a miscommunication with the spot. And the update for this week is that he badly injured. He has a deep bruise in the area, but in the area, but nothing to really put him on the sidelines for long. So he might, he might miss like tomorrow's raw, but I mean, other than that, I think he'll be back full force. Yeah, Matt Riddle will be on Raw, but he might not, you know, might not be wrestling. I think Matt Riddle will survive without him. For a week, yeah. Team RK Bro. RK Bro. I can't believe that's the, like, I thought it was just going to be a joke thing and whatever, but they're really going with it. Yeah, but Randy will turn on him. Probably. Like Probably. a week. I think the chemistry is there. I think they're at least going to be, be in a feud for the titles, maybe win the titles. And then once they lose them, he'll turn on Riddle and just be like, oh, I was just using you to get another title run. Something like that. Yeah. I would like to see that. <clears throat> I think it could be interesting. You build a, a rivalry for, well, it depends on how long they want to build it up and everything, but maybe... No, I don't even want to say SummerSlam because that's short notice. That's like four months. And even with the title run there, that that would be kind of short, you know, right. for AJ and Omas as well as Randy and, and Riddle. I don't care about AJ and Omas losing the titles. <laughs> I mean, I don't exactly either, but to establish credibility, I mean, you got to have a semi-decent run, not just like your first defense while you lose them. I'd be okay with that. I guess it depends on how they build it and everything. 
unless unless the new day is going to come back and win them for the what is it twelfth time now? No, I think it'd be like thirteen. I think it's twelve. Is it only twelve? I think so. Cause, yeah, because remember we were, I think we were doing like a conference call and then like Raw was on and then they won the titles again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We just talked on the show how, like, how many times do you need the titles? You already had them 10 times. And then 11 time champions. That's crazy. I yeah, can't I believe that. I don't think the New Day, I think only allow the New Day to win the title at the time they get it off of. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, you know, like, yeah, know. it kind of seemed like a waste because you know they kicked Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin out of you know the hurt business. And that, that yeah, that matter. that still doesn't make sense to me. And look where they're at now, the hurt business, nowhere or not hurt business. So, Shelton Benjamin and Alexander, yep, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I honestly, I think it was just something to keep. I know it's not the only reason, but I think it was something to kind of keep Shelton and Cedric happy because they weren't doing anything but, you know, twiddling their thumbs backstage while everybody else was doing stuff. So, wow, I'm looking at the hurt business right now, and I guess MVP legitimately criticized. MVP and Lashley criticized legitimately the decision to break them up. Mm. And he actually spoke with Vince to like not disband the stable and keep, right. you know, Alexander and Benjamin. Like, I don't know. At least they're, at least they're smart and they know what, you know, how it should I, be. I think Booker T did too. I think he tweeted something or he, he did something. I think he was saying the same thing. It was him or Stone Cold or maybe both. That that said something about it, but yeah, that, that made no sense, honestly. Yeah, why? I don't know, man. Now it's just Bobby Lashley and MVP. Like it's, it's not even a stable anymore. It's more of a guy and a manager, you know. Yeah, it's not much of a business. That of course, yeah, exactly. And then of course, you know, you have Mason T Bar now. That's like, what oh my god. I don't understand why the swap. The only thing I can think before you answer that, if you were going to, the only thing I think they they're doing it to push Mason T bar and like, for whatever reason, you know, what really worked with them. What's up? When they were, I, I think it's Dominic Dijakovic and I don't remember the other guy's name and NXT. And they got over kind of organically. Yeah. That worked. And then you repackage them as this faceless entity with a horrible 90s trash comic name. Right. You know? I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the Rebellion pay-per-view. So, obviously, as you guys know, Kenny won the title. So, that was that was one of the main things from the show. The other thing, uh, W. Morrissey, formerly known as Kaz XL, formerly known, formerly, formerly known as Big Kaz, made his debut um, taking Eric Young's place in the Violent by Design versus Chris Sabin, James Storm, Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack match. Yep. Really? That him and Chris Saban were the only two names I really recognized in this story. James Storm, the shortest NXT career ever, I think. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was he even he was good back when I was watching TNA. Oh yeah, him and uh Bobby Roode, beer money. Bobby Roode, hell yeah. Every every week, man. Sorry. About your damn luck. <laughs> Man. I, I might go back and watch some old Impact after this. Well, Just, I, don't, I never watched Impact. I watched TNA. I didn't watch Impact. <laughs> true, true. I think it was right in that 
time when things were starting to move. Yeah. Into being impact. Yeah, because like Hogan would come out and he's like, this is the impact zone and blah, 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 you know. Um, But anyways, he made his debut there, um, picked up the win for his team. Still looking really good. Um, A lot better shape than he was in WWE. Yeah, you can't teach that. Nope. (laughs) He's seven feet tall. I miss that, dude. Okay. I don't. I miss it so much, man. I mean, it's going to be nostalgic, but I, th- I think the tag team not working long term was a good thing. I mean, I didn't like their tag team. You know, when they wrestled, I like it when they would come to the ring and you know, Enzo would start talking. <laughs> Just funny. No, I mean, like if they would have kept going for years with the whole oh. "you can't teach that" thing, right? Yeah, I, that definitely would have got old. Kind of like the New Day. No, kind of like I, don't the new day got, I don't think the New Day got old. I'm not big on them. I always I'll, love, I'll keep saying it. I always will love Kofi, Xavier Woods, and Biggie. I hate As to sound like a broken record, but geez. They're so... I, they're just funny, man. Like, I, I was into it at first. I, I still have the box of cereal from when they first started doing that stuff. I have a box of bootios. The best, man. But now it's like, man, I just, I'm not into it. I mean, I get your point. You know, it's like they're just, they keep dragging it on, but they're so, I don't know how to explain it, man. They're the best. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if, how uh, it's a good example. I'm sure if, like, Bailey kept doing the same thing every week. You'd be saying the same thing that I'm saying I mean, about New true. Day, that's but true. I'd just that's be like, true. "Well, it's Bailey, so it's fine." Exactly. I think your point. You know, Bailey right now, I'm not really liking her. Yeah, I haven't gotten to see much because I. All she does, she comes to the ring and she just laughs at Bianca Belair. All she does is laugh. She doesn't really say much. <laughs> she just laughs, and it's annoying. Well, she probably makes it cool because it's Bailey. No, it's it's not good, dude. I'll have to go back. And Probably look, the worst I... thing from SmackDown is Bailey and Bianca right now. Whoa, hold your horses there. I'm sorry, man. It's just it's not going good. At least right now, we'll see. I I wish I was caught up on SmackDown so I could debate that, but I I am absolutely not caught up. You should be. It's one of the best I, I shows of the week. I work the the best show of the week. One of the best shows you can say. Might have best. I said one of the best shows. I okay. I you know what? I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm just saying it's one of the best. SmackDown should be now the SmackDown should be the flagship show, not Raw. Raw is trash, dude. Oh yeah, Raw is horrible. Honestly, like I I hate doing it, but every time I watch Raw now, I quit paying attention halfway through, and I do. Oh other yeah. Things. Yes. Smack, SmackDown, I can stay focused. I can stay. For I'm me, Raw is... next week. Raw's background noise. I I maybe pay attention to an hour of it, but yeah. like other than that, I'm doing eBay orders and homework and whatever else I have to do. You gotta try to watch SmackDown next week because it's a throwback episode. So like it's gonna have the old stage. Hmm. Be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the tough thing with that is I have work, you right. know, so I can never catch it like live. But we do have Hulu at the apartment. And I have the network, so I mean, really, there's no excuse. But you don't have the network. Nobody has the network. Well, I have the Peacock network. Peacock there is horrible. It's horrible. It's technically, man. a network. I want to talk about that too. The Peacock network, you know, network on Peacock, dude. Sure. Garbage. Straight trash, bro. Like, you, it's hard to navigate that thing. As far as like getting around the application, or like. Yeah, like getting around trying to find like, you know, like there's not, last time I checked, dude, the f- earliest Raw was 2009. Uh, like that was put on there. That's probably right around when they went to PG. So they're probably pulling everything else and doing like, we talked about like pulling the controversial stuff. That's just so dumb, dude. And really? then like probably going to post them all within like their same 
couple of days. But unless they're just pulling all of it, I have no clue. I and you know the streaming part of it too is so much worse than the network. You know, like watching a live pay per view. I haven't had any issues with that. I buffer all it buffers all the time. I never once had that problem on the network. I used to have it on the network back when it like first started, but then they like patched it and everything, and and it worked, but. I can't say I've had issues oh, with it since. I'm looking right now, and they actually do have all the Raws now. Cool. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay, thank God. I've yeah, been probably... there in a while, so. Yeah, me either. I think the last thing. I think the last thing I watched was the Beth Phoenix icons. I think there was a whole day where I was just like, I had to get a lot of homework and eBay stuff done, and I put that on. I watched the. Broken Skull Sessions with Chris Jericho. I watched it with Randy Orton. And that was like seven hours, or seven, five hours of wrestling stuff, roughly. Oh, yeah. Tonight is the uh, Randy Savage bio on A&E. Yeah. Biography episodes. That's cool. Speaking of, like, wrestling shows, have you ever watched Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, dude. Dude, I love that show. I'm, I gotta find a way, better way to watch it. Where, where can I watch it? It's on Hulu, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think I'll you can Hulu. stream it through Vice's website as well. I think their YouTube channel, I think, has a few episodes. Yeah, I watched the uh, Chris Benoit one on YouTube. I think I've seen all of them, but one or two. It barring the most recent season because I haven't even touched that yet. But I'm excited for this new season. Do they have the What's it, the flight from hell or the like plane ride from yeah. hell, whatever it's called? They have that, Brian Pillman. I don't recognize a lot of them, though, which is which is great because, you know, I, I don't know anything about it. Right. And it's kind of rare nowadays for, like, me especially, because I've, I've watched a lot of the episodes and everything. It's rare for me not to know anything about the episode and there's there's a couple of them that have come out before that i didn't know anything about the dino bravo one and um there was another one i don't remember his name i think it was gino something gino something i don't remember but i i knew nothing about that either if you want to watch one that's like really interesting the um the bruiser brody episode is pretty good that one's probably my favorite my favorite is the owen hart one that one was interesting too that was um because i that was another one i didn't know a lot about i knew that you know it was an accident but i didn't know about like the negligence part of it oh yeah 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 that was wild But yeah, I, I I love all that like bio pick stuff, especially with wrestling. Oh yeah, I've I've been seeing snippets of that. Um, I don't remember what it's called the the one where they're looking for like all the wrestling memorabilia. Oh, and I'm yeah. surprised how much stuff they really don't have. Yeah, like Undertaker's original like Phantom Mask and. Um, just some different stuff like that. I'm just kind of surprised they didn't like keep any of that. Oh, tonight I'm gonna be watching it. Awesome. It's on A and E tonight. I think I'm gonna see what if they have any more episodes of that Dark Side of the Ring uploaded. I might watch yeah. the Brian Pillman one tonight. Brian Pillman, man, that was crazy. Yeah, I that's another one I know almost nothing about. It was a little before my time. Before my time watching, way way before my time too. Dude. Yeah. He died. In, he died in ninety seven. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was born the next year. Okay, back to modern day though. Modern day. Oh, so, dude. yeah, it <laughs> sucks to come back. 
Um, Charlotte was reinstated on Raw. What was the point? I yeah, I thought that was a weird. Well, I thought it was weird at first, and then I saw the angle, and it it made sense because it it I think it was good for Charlotte because the way she treated the ref and everything, I think it was, I think it was good. I think it did something for her character. No, she wasn't really sorry about that. No, no, of course not. Classic. Uh, I used to I used to like her, but after now, I'm like I really don't care for her anymore. I used to not like her, and now yeah. I'm I'm coming around a little bit. I like I don't think she should be champion anytime soon. Don't get me wrong, but no, no, keep that on the go. Oh, absolutely. I think she should hold it till. Probably WrestleMania. Not WrestleMania, it's like TLC. I don't know, man. WrestleMania or maybe... SummerSlam would be too soon. Yeah, I think it will be too soon. I'd say TLC, man. December. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe the Chamber. Yeah. uh, I'm not huge in these long reigns, you know, unless they're done right. Right. That was the problem with Oscar. She had a long reign and trash as a champion. Well, I think her long reign was very uneventful, and I don't think that was her fault. Well, not her fault, no, but that's why I'm saying that you know it, they just didn't do anything because of that. Speaking of champions and stuff, you sent me a video of Roman Reigns' mm. new entrance music. I'm, I don't Ooh. like it right now. I don't either. Like I um, feel like it'll grow on me, but like it doesn't sound like intimidating like his old one was. It's too basic. I mean, I liked watching like early NXT and stuff when like new people would come through. It sounds like a royalty-free song they would use for someone that they haven't even signed yet. Right. You know, it just sounds like a um, I forget what they call it. It's it's something track. It, they call it something track, and it's it's like a one they don't have to like pay anything into for using or like a very right. very cheap song it's it's not like i'm sure it'll grow on me but like come on i, I feel the like shield music for, is much better yeah and and i he, feel like hit this one is like more i guess regal it's something you would you would think like maybe charlotte would have but right. or Somebody someone like, like charlotte but Roman is like this big, intimidating head of the table. He should have like a harder hitting, yeah, something. You know, I don't know. Jim Johnston, ever since he's been released, has been saying their music is absolutely mediocre. He's right, then. dude. He was the best. Yeah, he had, he made some bangers, man. You know, he just comes from Taker's theme song, you know. Yep. He he didn't make this one, but I sent you the slow chemical. Oh yeah, of course. Kane's old entrance, man. That one of the best. Yeah, I watched his entrance too. When he's in chains and he's got the towel, and a bunch of people are bringing him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like creepily smiles at Jr. <laughs> and Jr. is like, "I hope he walks out in the road, and the truck hits his seven foot ass." <laughs> like, jeez, man. Because he was doing a bunch of like crazy stuff at that point, I think that was right around the same time he uh, he hooked a car battery to Shane McMahon's nuts. I mean, he didn't hook him, but you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, the good times, good times. Yeah, Rain. I I think Reigns' new entrance music isn't going to last long, or they might tweak it and like fix it around, kind of like they did with like Seth Rollins. Because his started out a little basic, and then they added some stuff and made it work. Speaking of that, his new theme song is awesome. Yeah, his his is good. His his total like I I don't want to call it a repackage because it's not really a repackage, but his whole new angle on this character is just awesome. It's much better than the freaking Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, that was that was the worst man. That's when I that was a love stuff like him man. <laughs> Cause I was mad, like I bought his shirt that said like "Burn it down," right? Mm-hmm. And that was like two weeks before the Monday Night Messiah started. I'm like, oh. 
Do you see his? Uh, I think he had a tweet or something, or he had an interview or something. I saw a snippet about it. He was asked about like the Ray Mysterio angle, and all he said was like, "Yeah, it went a little too far." Yeah, and that was it. I was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> you kayfabe wise, you took his eye, so I mean, yeah, I would say it went a little too far too. I don't know. I'm just glad that era is over or that part of Seth Rollins. I miss the uh, authority days with Seth Rollins. That was my favorite. Yeah. I just remember there's so many great like memories with that too, with his reign, you know? Right. And within like two years, because you had him winning the title at Mania and then this isn't in chronological order. This is just like stuff I remember. He had the angle with John Cena with the U.S. title, mm-hmm. which was good. He had the angle with Sting around, what was that, Survivor Series 2016? Yeah. Yep, around there, yeah, around yeah. somewhere. Well, Sting debuted there, and then it was shortly after he was feuding with Seth. Um, you know, and it, I'll never forget, like, they were supposed to put a statue of Seth Rollins in the office and they were like showing it in the ring and it comes up and it's sting instead of the statue that was awesome they had the whole angle with dean ambrose where he opens the briefcase after he finally gets it back from dean and it just shoots slime at him the the ever realistic thing where seth curb stomped dean's head through a cinder block excuse me sir who's dean never heard of him dean Formerly yeah. known as Dean. I don't know who that is, man. All I know is John Moxley. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He'll always be Dean Ambrose to me. When I think of Dean Ambrose, the first thing I think of is that Ambrose Asylum match with Jericho. Yep. And Potty the Potted Plant. That was a good angle. For as much as I complained about certain things back in that era, it was a really good era. Pre-COVID. Yep. I think COVID, the COVID era of WWE is going to go down as its own thing. For how much things had to change. And I think we're going to go into a new era once we get back to the fans and everything. Whatever that might be. The WWE historian coming out in me. When is Double or Nothing going to happen? That is a good if question. If it happens, does, is it going to happen this year? I don't know. It needs to. Or something like All In. I don't know. It might. Might not. I think it depends. I think it heavily depends on people. Because the whole, like, thing oh. with All In was, like, bringing a bunch of people from everywhere in. And with COVID and everything, that's probably not the greatest idea to bring people from, like, Mexico and Japan and Canada and the U.S. and England and everywhere. Yeah. Wow. But, um, I just looked it up for Double or Nothing 2021, and May 30th, it's coming up. Oh, geez. It's going to be in Jacksonville, you know, of course. It, yeah, it place. So that's good. So they'll probably start pushing that after blood and guts. Oh yeah, I have a I have a Luchasaurus update for you. Luchasaurus, what do you guys did he finally take the mask off? No, they're they're coming out with another figure of him. Oh my gosh! A ringside exclusive. They do a lot of like exclusive wrestling figures and stuff. That's where I get my AEW figures, uh, because Lord knows they're tough to find out in the wild. At least they were. Oh my! I can't get over that dude. I'm sorry. What? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Oh my gosh. He's cool, man. It's this why in 2021. Why? Why not? <laughs> it gets over. I mean. Not really. Yeah, it does. Oh, I think the thing that gets me, I think the thing that gets me is he's not like overtly Lucha style in the ring. No. I mean, he has some aspects, but, like, still, I don't know. That still gets me. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Luchasaurus. Jungle Jungle Boy. Boy. That's okay. 
that's okay. Jungle Boy's okay. But Luchasaurus? Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'm done talking about it, but it's still <laughs> funny. It's done. It's, I don't know. <laughs> you want to do some predicting? Why not? That there's there's not much to predict about. Because I really can't think of anything. I spent all day, to, not all day, but I've been thinking about it for a while. And this is one aspect I like about WWE is how they kind of put these little tidbits of anything in, in a storyline to make it, to make us guess. And they don't do it too much anymore, but they're doing it here. So Alistair Black is still doing his oh, yeah. Tales of the Dark Father reading. Um, and the Dark Father, like, figure was seen behind him in one of his tweets. And there's a couple of little frames in both chapter one and chapter two of what they, what he reads from the book, where they have, like, the animations. Mm -hmm. There's a couple snippets of, like, a hand and, like, a string going to Alistair. Like, there's someone pulling the strings. And I can't think of who that would be. No, I don't know either. Unless it's somebody new that they're just going to drop on us. Who's been gone for a while? That's what I was thinking, and I couldn't really come up with anything that worked. The only thing I can think of is Bray, but... He's... Maybe. It's possible. Maybe, because I know he'll be on SmackDown, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a little underwhelming if that is the case, but still cool. Who could it be? Oh, my gosh. Um... I mean, I thought, like, my brain instantly went to Undertaker, and then I was like, no. He's gone. Yeah, Uh, it's... Oh, I know who it is. Who? This is kind of far-fetched, okay? Luchasaurus. Not Luchasaurus. Nope. Hornswoggle. That would, if that was the case, I would stop watching. <laughs> it's, it's Brodus Clay. Brodus. <laughs> <laughs> they debut the, the Dark Father. All the lights go out, and you just hear somebody call my mama. You remember that the the Funkasaurus? Yes, I don't want the, the Funkadactyls. I don't want to. People don't want to hear about it. You don't want to remember? I don't. That that was a good era, man. He had the tracksuit and the fedora. He was just another. I think they just tried to make another uh, Rikishi out of him. It pretty much. It was funny though. It was, yeah. I but thought it was cool. Glad, I'm glad it didn't ruin Naomi. Kind of ruined Cameron though. Well, yeah. Where's she at? Nowhere. Well, the last thing I remember, and and honestly, I feel bad because I feel like it was an honest mistake, but I think it was with Naomi. She had a match and she like covered her, but she was on her stomach and she's like, count the pin. And and the ref's like, she's, she, her shoulders aren't even down. Like she's on her stomach. Like, what do you want me to do? Man, the Funkasaurus, man. I don't even want to talk about it. He, sh- he should come back and join forces with Luchasaurus. He should become part of Jurassic Express. Who would he be? The Funkasaurus. Be? The Funkasaurus. That would be his name. He'd be Brodus Clay, but he'd be the Funkasaurus. Oh, my God. Be part of Jurassic Express. I would be 110% in on that. I wouldn't. What the hell? That'd be so cool. <laughs> I don't know. It it would be dumb, but the dumb part of my brain would love it. Right. That's what I forget about sometimes, man. <laughs> and of course, you had to remind me. I'd be up all night thinking about it. What's that? The Funkasaurus. Oh, yeah. It, I don't even know where that came from. It just like popped into my head and like that was a thing. Because honestly, after we talked about Luchasaurus, man, I, I couldn't get out of my head. Like, he had to be fake. And then I look, and I'm like, oh my gosh, no. No? No. Luchasaurus is real. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I'm I'm tripped up on who who this could be. It's if me. anybody. If anybody, maybe it's not somebody. Yeah, maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe it's Vince. Vince. It was me, damn it. <laughs> uh Rick Flair? Oh. Kane. Kane. No, he can't be. Tamina? No, that's not good enough, man. Have you, okay, speaking of Tamina, did you see her frog splash on SmackDown, dude? Look do I want? Do I want to? No, dude. It looks like somebody made a tweet and it was perfect. She just she falls off the ropes, right? Yeah, I saw a tweet. Yeah, and people yeah. were like, "This her frog splash looks like the one I did on my brother on the trampoline." Yeah, it, do me a favor. Go back after this episode mm-hmm. and watch Jimmy do a frog splash. Oh, that's how you do it. Watch him get the air that he does and just the, the emotion that he does. And then watch Tamina. It was depressing. You know, you see Tamina do it. And then, like, it was like, I think a match after that, Montez Ford. And it's like, that's how you do a frog splash. Yeah. Montez Ford, dude, he's he gets air. I'm starting to think she might have some health issues that she can't, like, do it, you know? Right. Maybe some issues with her with her hips or something or her knees. I don't know. And and if that's the case, then don't do it. Right. You know, like, figure do make right. something new. Yeah, do it right. Like I don't like it. Or she just doesn't care, and just does it. You know, I, it TV could be either. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised no one says anything about it. Like backstage, like hey, you might want to, you know. I don't know. Give give us some effort, you know. A bold take, but you know, when you do a wrestling move, maybe you should commit to it. Right. Yeah, I think I saw something that they they went against Shayna and Nia. Was it on SmackDown? Yep. It must have been because I missed it. Yeah, it was that match. They actually beat Nia and Shayna. I'm hoping that soon they can drop the belts so that we don't have to see Nia Jax's face as much. Wait, isn't Tamina Natalia champion right now? No, no. When did they lose? Didn't they win it at, at Mania? No, Nia Jax won. Nia and Shayna won at Mania. And they retained? Yeah, they retained. Oh, okay, okay. No, they yeah. won the, the match to get that opportunity. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come on, dude. Do your research. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was almost there. <laughs> oh lordy. Oh yeah. There. There's one other thing. It's not really news, but um, they won't call it war games because they can't. But they're having like a war game style match between Pinnacle and Inner Circle next week. So excited for that, dude. It, dude, this, I have not been hyped. Big, right? I haven't been that hyped for a match in a while. Yeah, yeah honestly, I'll be able to watch it. I get out of work at two o'clock that day. Awesome. Yeah, I have a I have a final until I think noon, and then after that, I'm free and clear for the summer. But that'll be a great way to kick the summer off, man. Hopefully, the pinnacle can win. I swear, yeah, I swear. they need to. If I see, uh, what's his name? If I see Chris Jericho win, I'll cry. You know, and I I texted you this theory, too. I think what's going to happen, I think the Pinnacle is going to win. I think the Pinnacle is, I think this is going to be a longer feud than this. I don't think it's going to end with this match. I think they're going to keep going, and slowly MJF is going to keep planting that seed of, like, Chris is using you to steal the limelight and right, yeah. to stay relevant. And, you know, I think slow the members of the inner circle are going to turn on Chris. And that's when we're going to see Chris kind of walk away. Hope so. At least for a while. Or Chris maybe he'll, he'll go somewhere else. I have no idea. Chris Jericho, the shape he's in, he looks like a uh, drunk uncle. I, you know what? I do have to say this when I first started noticing that he looked a bit out of shape, I saw people on Twitter and stuff were getting at him about it. 
he looks a little bit better now in the past like two three weeks he looks a little bit better now is is that you know cardio or is he beefing up or what i don't know but it's just crazy how much different you know how different he changed yeah i mean he used to be this cruiserweight guy and small and now he's got to be like 230 240 out there looking like Thor in Endgame. Yeah, bro Thor. <laughs> I think they call it like bro Thor. They don't want to call him fat Thor. Because <laughs> there, there was a figure of him and they called him bro Thor. Which I thought was kind of weird, but whatever. I get it. But yeah, I, I think this is going to be a slow, slow churning rivalry that's going to help the young talent in the future. Right. I think the last one, the one that's going to pull our heartstrings just a little bit, is Sammy Guevara. I think he's going to be the last one to come to the realization. Sammy Guevara, I know him. I I, I don't know the names yet. He's oh, um, he's a twelve-year-old. Okay, he looks like he's twelve. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were like, oh, he looks like a kid. He does. Like, come on. But no, I like him. He's cool. Honestly, I. I like him. Santana and Ortiz, I think, are good. They don't get enough ring time, but I think they're good. Jake Hager's okay. I don't think he's fantastic, but... Uh, he's never been great. He's okay. He's um, background guy. Who else am I missing? Am I missing anyone? Probably Jake, Jake Hager will be the only one that stands by Chris Jericho. Jake Hager, Guevara, Santana Ortiz, Jericho... Yeah, I think that's it. Because on the other side, you have MJF, Cash and Dax, uh, Wardlow, and Sean Spears. Yeah, yeah, so there's five. Jack Swagger, I forgot his name for a second. Yeah. He'll never be able to, I don't think he'll ever be able to, like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. He'll always be Get Jack out of, Swagger. Like, card. Yeah, he, he'll always feel like Jack Swagger to me, you know. Yeah, I remember his uh, his last angle. I think Alberto Del Rio came back, and like it was like him, Jack Swagger, Zeb Coulter, Cesaro, and they had the We the People. And wow, you just brought back memories, man. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Dirty Dutch Mantel. Man, those are some decent days, man. He had the U.S. Championship. Kind of, uh, kind of weird they went through at that angle, though, because weren't they like questioning Del Rio's legal status and everything? Yeah, they were kind of on a like a anti-immigration esque. Yeah, they've always been character arc. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of weird, but and for some reason, I remember like Zeb Coulter on like one of those motor, yeah, little uh, carts, motor motor carts. Yeah, man, that that was so. Yeah, when Alberto Del Rio returned. Yeah, yeah, that was such a different time. Weird time. You know the one thing we didn't talk about. What's that? That we we forgot. I forgot about uh, Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Oh yeah, he got he got promoted. That that to me is wild because he's taking John Laurinaitis' spot. Good. And he's correct me if I'm wrong, it's executive producer for Raw and SmackDown. Not sure. I think it's just Raw. I think it's Raw and SmackDown. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was I was reading something right before we came on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Lead producer overseeing all their private producers at TV tapings. That's crazy. Good for him. You know, that is good for him. I'm a, I'm a little bit worried because of how young he is in the business compared to somebody like John Laurinaitis. But I think it'll be fine. I I think it'll be fine in the end. But I'm I'm a little wary. I guess. But yeah, it's that was definitely surprising. And all the comments were like, "I this is all because he's Kurt's son and stuff like that. 
No. Yeah, I know. I just I'm I thought sure it was funny. A very intelligent guy. Who knows what he's doing? You know. People were making jokes on the internet. Gabe, calm down. Yeah, yeah I'm about to flip. Want to lay a pipe bomb bigger than CM Punk? I don't know if that's possible, man. People are still talking about that. I know it's crazy. Man, I <sighs> such a different time. It it wasn't even that long ago either. That's the crazy thing. It's like yeah. ten years ago. The pipe bomb? Yeah, I think it was like 10, 11 years that ago. That long ago. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, 2011. Yep, July something, twenty eleventh, twenty eleven, I think. July seventh or something. I remember thinking that was real for the longest time. <laughs> I mean it kinda was. Not really, no, it was staged, man. It was, it was I mean they gave him a microphone to say what he wanted. I don't think it was real 100% though. Yeah, some of the stuff he uh he said and done made it hard to be a fan, but I was still like I'm I'm still going to stand by you, but this is a little messed up. See, I didn't like him because of his feud with Taker. I liked him before, but his feud with Taker. He no. he took it a bit too far with that with the urn and everything. That that went That was after Paul Bear actually died. Yeah. That's messed up. And I was like, oh, don't. don't How are you going to disrespect a legend in a company like that, you know? He was juggling the urn in the back and dropped it. Man. Yeah, I understand it wasn't his real ashes in there, but still. Yeah, I know, mean, like it's it the idea like, of it. It represents him, you know. It's, it, it's cashing in on death. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's that sucks. I don't know how Taker allowed it to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, that would be interesting to find out. I wonder if anyone's ever asked him. Or if he would answer that now that he's retired and is talking a little bit more about behind-the-curtain stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to know if that was him that came up with the idea or Punk or Creative or Vince. I have no idea. Did you see that clip? I didn't watch it, but there, there's some clip from like one of the A and E biographies. I think it was the Roddy Piper one, where like Vince fakes a phone call with Roddy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh it's it's hot down there," and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, you're saving me a seat," and I'm like, "Dude, I, I get it. It's a joke, but at the same time, like, come on." It's yeah, but it's Piper. I think it's, know, it's the type of humor. He had that type of humor. Yeah, but at the same time, it was just like, I don't know, man. That just feels weird. I think it was funny, honestly. I think Piper wouldn't. I think I think he would have been okay with it, too. But, like, it just it felt weird. Right. Like, usually, like, someone would, like, beat you up if you said that someone close to you was in hell, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I saw that, and I was like, what? Like. <laughs> What's what's the context here? Because I I need that. I don't know much either. Because I I just saw it with no context, and I didn't know what it was. And then I had a little bit of context, and I was like, okay, I I guess. But I feel like Piper would be okay with it, you know. He probably would be, but I don't know. It probably ruffled some feathers, but well, of course, what what doesn't anymore? <clears throat> I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if they're going to do more, like, beyond this season. Because I, I heard the Stone Cold one set some records. Yeah, I can see Some that. ratings records. I'd like to see some on, like, What's that? I'd like to see some on, like, wrestlers that we don't know a ton about. Like, the, the Icons Yokozuna episode was awesome because I didn't know anything about Yokozuna, really. Oh, but, Yokozuna, like, yeah. Maybe one on, like, China or... God, who else? Just somebody that, like, their story isn't really out there. Yeah. I'd like to see one about R-Truth and Booker T, because they both had some some history uh, with uh, being in jail and stuff. And WWE was kind of their turnaround, or wrestling, rather, in general. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, Junkyard Dog, too. I think it'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. 
his his stuff is good, man. Sometimes I go back and watch random stuff. Junkyard Dog is pretty good. <clears throat> My voice just cracked. Um, Junkyard Dog. I'll go back and I'll watch even some older stuff like Gorgeous George and um, Bobo Brazil is fun to watch. He's from Michigan. Yeah. R.I.P. That I think well, no, Don Eric has been talked about for a long time. Oh yeah, there's a Dark Side oh, of the family. Ring episode about yeah, it. Sorry. That family is cursed. That's that, yeah, that's crazy. Sad. There's uh, Lacey and Kevin. I think are the two that are still around. Man, that's nuts. Well, we are at an hour. Already we have two finals to study for for this oh, week. Man, I study for nothing, bro. Give it up. <laughs> it's I, I need the time, man. It's uh <laughs> circuit analysis two and calc three, so wow. I definitely wow. need the, the study time for this one. All right. All right, so thank yeah. you guys for listening and uh we will be back next week with some more wrestling news and whatever else comes up this week. I guess so. <laughs> Alrighty.